The truth is out there, but these two goofballs aren't likely to find it. You're listening to Half Cut Conspiracies. One of the earliest short stories was inspired kind of by the way Stephen King wrote certain things. Definitely like Misery. I think I might have read Misery by then. That movie scared me. Well, the book. So one of the things that's interesting about the book is... So you know what it's about, right? This this guy who's like... Yeah. And so in the book, it actually features chapters from the book, Misery, that the author's writing. Oh, okay. So like you'll reach, you get to a certain certain chapter and you get to read what he's written. Oh, And as as the story progresses and his typewriter starts to break down, like where a certain key no longer works. Oh. And so as you're reading those chapters, you have this typewritten thing and then like all of the S's are handwritten because... Oh, he lost the S, and so he's got to go through and handwrite all the S's. That's interesting. And so one of my one of my first short stories was inspired by that kind of structure, and so it it began with like typing, and then as it progressed, this guy became kind of like crazier. Yeah, sort of like scrawling handwritten notes and things like that between the margins, and I was sort of playing around with that kind of stuff. Oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, that's a different way to have a book. Yeah. So. Normally, mm-hmm. we have somebody walk up to the table Norm- yeah, to start normally we our episode. Different this time? Well, we kind of just randomly mm-hmm. stopped the season too, right? Like we shit just got busy. We just kind of yeah, ended. True. Yeah. So on uh, this one, like, should we just be like begging someone to come join us at our table? <laughs> somebody who's walking by. Hey, hey, hey! You want to come uh, come join us at the table? We, we haven't really, been here for a while because before really, we were like regulars at the you know this yeah. establishment. Now yeah. we haven't been there for a while. We don't even we can't even sit at a regular table because no, somebody, else, like is somebody, somebody else is sitting at somebody our else's table. regular <laughs> yeah. table. We got to sit in the some other podcast corner like a fucking dope like a fucking yeah. We've got to wait for somebody to go to the bathroom before we yeah. Hi. Uh, hi! Welcome to well, who, our podcast. Let, I suppose. I, I, yeah. I feel like we should reintroduce ourselves to each other. Maybe that's what we do. Okay. We start with hello. It's been a while. My name's Todd. Hi. Oh, we're shaking hands we're for shaking real. Hands I'm, real. I'm Carlo. Hello, Carlo. It's been <laughs> nice, a while. Nice. I'm to glad we can finally, yeah. you know, sit See down and get some FaceTime, do a little networking here. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. I, not a while since we've seen each other. No. Although we haven't seen each other as frequently. Yeah. Um, but definitely a while since we've gotten together and talked about conspiracies. Yeah, you decided to take a, a year off to just run. You uh, ran for I, a year straight. I did that. <laughs> I was like Forrest Gump. Like, much like Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. You were just like, I'm going to run Life for an entire a year. box of chocolates <laughs> and they were the worst tasting ones and my legs were so sore. Um, no, I, uh, yeah, I, I did a, I trained for a marathon. I ran in Bellingham uh, a couple weeks ago. Please, you trained for multiple marathons. No, I trained for one marathon, but I did multiple races. So I did a marathon, I did a half marathon, and then I just... See, that's like, more than one marathon. Well, it's at least 1.5 I mean, marathons. Combine, if you combine all the distances, I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you have this as a, as a, as a thing that um, 
can help you clear your mind. It's a thing. It's mm. an activity that you, you've gotten used to and everything else. Um, I, I'm in no hurry to see you go back to training for a marathon because it means no more podcasting. <laughs> yes. It's a part-time job, apparently. Uh, yeah. So no, I'm I'm glad that that's done. There was I was also working on a um, helping with a theater production as well, so that took up a bunch of my time too. Yeah, that so. was almost a decade putting. It, together. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, I'm glad that that's behind me. Uh, I'm not going to talk anymore about it because I've I've gone off uh, with a bunch of friends on. Everything I remember seeing it. on Facebook post about like when they you know it was happening it was like holy crap yeah. this is finally occurring yeah that's exciting so so those two things that were monopolizing most of my time are done mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and yeah now I'm I'm excited to get back into this you will notice that this is season three. Uh, even though season two kind of abruptly ended with us both doing our thing, because you you were doing your tell us story hive. I was, yeah. What stuff. you were doing, tell us story hive stuff. I was working on were, that, yeah. yeah. Um, but you were, were doing the majority of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the <laughs> editing and stuff at, at the end of it. But you were you were also like an on screen presence for it as well. Uh, just north of Hollywood North, which will be premiering on Tell Us Uptick TV. Uh, I think by November it will be available. Okay, so shortly um, after this episode should be released. Actually, just kidding. It'll probably be released by the time this episode's out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not sure. It, it, you know, they're they're kind of rolling up right now. It could be it could be available already. It might not be. The thing with working with with Telus is they're they're producing a lot of stuff. For example, I think there were around 100, 90 to one hundred different programs that were funded. Uh, during uh, Story Have Visions that, that um, mm, yeah, just North got- of Hollywood North was a part of. And so they, it's just not reasonable for them to like keep on top of contacting people to say, oh, your show is finally available. Oh, your yeah. show is finally. So, I mean, it'll be up there at some point. Um, our first show is online already. Our first show was uh, Half Cut Myths and Mysteries. Woo. Uh, where we visited some uh, local ghost hunters. But yeah, now you're... Oh. <laughs> is that a hair know, It's like... <laughs> You know when you get like a little piece the of popcorn behind your tongue? Does happen. You know, I just got a little piece of bacon behind my tongue from the uh, pizza. <laughs> ah, yeah, hairball. That's staying good. I'm not gonna edit that out. Uh, okay. So Todd's coughing out his bacon. I already bacon know ball. that's staying in. Ah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you're you're done. Um, that uh, yeah, but I'm about project. to project. You're starting another one, and you're also well, you're starting your own one. Yeah. And then you're also part of another one. Yeah. And you also have a new job since I do. Um, yeah, since we stopped the other. Yeah, I, two. I am a uh, I am a, a public service Servant. employee. Yeah. All right. Do we want to tell them uh, what we're doing? We are recording a podcast. Yes, we are. This is half cut conspiracies. It is half cut conspiracies. Yeah, and uh, to open up, do we do we have a thing we do at the beginning besides the. I don't know how does I don't even remember oh, how right. I gotta listen to some we of the do, old ones right. to we figure do, out how and, and we, we it's it's there's no cold open it's just the, the thought the theme starts then Julie talks for a while and says like these, these two bozos idiots, yeah. these idiots these motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. and then it fades into us just chatting which is what we're doing right now yeah we are gonna talk about the uh, Brit yeah so well no okay so yeah, we are gonna yeah. talk about like the royal family but also the princess Diana yeah which Ooh. is was a part of the royal family. Yes. So the, we're really good at this. Yes. You can tell we've been practicing for two seasons so far. <laughs> uh, no, we uh, we originally started with the idea of, I kind of pitched it to you, of Princess Diana. And that was because uh, somebody had told me that she was going to be in the next season of that royal show or whatever it's called. <laughs> <And> so... 
I forgot about that part. Yeah, so it was like... I thought thought you were going to say, because somebody told me that she died a while back. (laughs) No, because whatever the... I forget the show, what it's called. The Crown, right? The Crown, yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I guess the previews for season whatever's coming up is, uh, has her... Oh, that reminds me too. I wanted to... You know what I was going to do before tonight and I didn't? I was going to watch Spencer. Which is the the Princess Diana movie that starred Kristen 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 Stewart from Twilight? Oh, and other movies. Really? Uh, I was going to watch that and then like pretend like that was my entire amount of research is watching <laughs> this movie about Diana's. Yeah. So all of my notes are on uh, the death of Princess Diana, uh, that conspiracy. Yeah. Because then a couple days ago you were like, "Hey, why don't we open it up to all the royal family?" Well, so I don't know if we want to get too deep into that here, but the reason I brought that up. Yeah. Is that we've, we've kind of had like an, uh, it's not entirely unspoken because it was actually spoken at one point, but like this almost, <laughs> this virtually unspoken rule of like not covering events that are overly tragic because yeah. ultimately this is a, this is a comedy podcast where yeah. we're, we're making fun of conspiracies. We're laughing at this stuff and it's hard when you're laughing at someone's The expense death. of someone's death. That's true. And so that was one of the reasons that I didn't want to focus just on, on the conspiracies around Diana's death is because it meant we either don't get to, to make jokes or we do make jokes and they're maybe inappropriate or it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And so that's why I thought about opening it up to the, the, the wider royal family. I did find a Reader's Digest article. Reader's, man, I read so many Reader's Digest when I was You kid. remember the comedy things? I really only like the... Yeah, I remember yeah. the comedy things. Yeah. Um, so anyways, this Reader's Digest article yeah, tell me. has uh, the 18 craziest conspiracy theories about the royal family. Oh, oh I, I beat you. This bizarre article has 32 royal conspiracy ah, theories son of that a are bitch. absolutely bonkers. <laughs> does it actually say that? It does. That's the headline oh, for this shit. story. All right, well, I got a credit uh, Lauren Kahn for this article okay. and uh we're gonna go back and forth on our articles Marissa Lilliberti Lil- 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 I'm not gonna do all of these because there's some bad ones in here yeah I haven't read any of these I've read um, some of these but uh yeah so I want to start with one actually and, and because this is actually a sort of a bigger picture conspiracy before we get into specific ones okay and this is something that I I'm not familiar with mm-hmm. um but apparently uh the British monarchy only pretended to lose the American War of Independence Oh. And in fact, they didn't lose it, so they're still in charge. The President of the United States is actually responsible for advocating policies that ensure the continued success of the secret British Empire. And the Bush family, which includes uh, George Herbert Walker Bush and uh, George W. Bush, is part of a network of bloodlines that owe loyalty to the British family. Oh, okay. And so those presidencies have been allowed to help... The, so, the, yeah. when they say, like, um, that they have to help the British family, is it basically just making sure that, like, the UK is doing well, because then the British family? or like, Yeah, totally. They... All they do is, like, every, every like, six weeks, they pick up the phone, and they're like, hey, you guys doing okay? <laughs> right, you okay? You guys right? good? Anything <laughs> yeah. we can help with? I don't know. No, don't what know. is it, like, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Is it, like, specifically to, to the British family, or because it's, like, secret that they're trying to do that, they just make sure, like... You know, the UK and England is okay. Like, they're not in any conflict that needs the Americans' help. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's not clear. Um, like, these are the questions I they, need And these are fair to. questions. Yeah. Uh, these are both from my Stuff They Don't Want You to Know book. Uh, and they're really, like, quick little paragraphs. We'll share another little paragraph here. Since the 19th century, the royal family has been working to promote mystical imperialism. I don't know what that is. 
and world domination. I do know what that mm, is. Okay, yeah. With the United States again, this is that that uh, that that commingling between England and the United States working together towards yeah. mystical imperialism and world domination. Okay. Uh, and this is interesting. Um, Cecil Rhodes. Oh, good old Cecil. Cecil Rhodes, um, the man who uh, came up with the Rhodes Scholarship at Oxford. You've heard of Rhodes? Oh, Scholars. I have. Yes, I heard of that. Uh, apparently, part of the reason for that was to direct American politicians to Oxford University in England for their education. And so these future American politicians are being trained by the British to perhaps continue allowing the British to rule. What's that thing when, like, secret agents have, like, a code word that they're triggered? What are they, like, undercover? Oh, right, yeah, no, it's like a... Like, and then somebody, like, activates them. It's the Manchurian candidate. Yeah, that's probably what's happening. It's Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I know they mentioned that uh, Bill Clinton was a Rhodes Scholar. Mm. And we all know that uh, he was president. Yeah. It's just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> We're full of facts. You cannot, you cannot tell me that Bill Clinton was yeah. not president. Well, somebody might try to tell me that. Maybe it was like a... Oh, and also, though, I mean, you have to consider that... Um, uh, the queen was a lizard person as well. I was just going to say, the first one on mine is that the royal family members are shape-shifting aliens, and this kind of goes back to the David Icke thing that we had talked about in our Lizard People episode. So he, that's one of his big things, is, or his big theories, is that the royal family are lizard people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's weird, but... So within that context, though, like, yeah. do you think... Obviously, I shouldn't say obviously, but I think we, we don't really know what the lifespan of a lizard person is, right? That's so true. it does lead us to question: like, is is the death of the queen? Does that ha- did she like meet her natural time of death as a lizard person, or was she taken out? Like, do lizard people live for two hundred yeah. years? Could she have kept going? But was I think Charles they needed like- to. Well, they probably needed the royal family to seem more human. And if you have somebody who's living way past the world record living human, I think it would raise suspicion. Right. So you have to like, okay, sorry, Grams, we're going to have to put you down now because you're, you're kind of reaching the age of the world record. What if, what in that case then, what if they didn't kill her? What if they just killed? They and, and in doing that, I am making air quotes, <laughs> yeah, killed audio. her. Yeah. And and then essentially just sent her to the tunnels under the Denver airport. That's probably what happened. Where the rest she's of the ruling there, are. yeah. She's ruling there. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I, I think she's deserved a retirement. Yeah, she's she been working hard. The, the just tunnels under the Denver airport. Parades. Yeah, you know, so. moving moving luggage around, <laughs> <laughs> pushing the luggage cart from one place to another. It's another thing I wanted to touch on in in the lizard thing, and it's not directly related to that. But I I made the connection myself because I was a, I'm a smart guy. One of the things I read in the Bazaar article is that both uh, uh, Meghan Markle, who is uh, married to Prince Harry, mm-hmm. and then is it Kate, who's married Kate to... Kate Middleton, yeah. Married to Prince... The other one, yeah. Prince the other one. <laughs> I don't know their names. Apparently, they both had surrogates <sighs> for their children. They both used surrogates for their children. I suspect it's, it's because mm-hmm. Meghan mm-hmm. and Kate mm-hmm. are human. Mm. And humans cannot mate with a lizard. Yeah, wow. So they would need to have lizard people surrogates to have their children for them. So in this Reader's Digest article, 
Um, uh, David Icke claims that the theory of them being lizard people explains why royal families are obsessed with keeping their bloodlines, in air quotes, clean with other royals and insists he's talked to people who have seen people in power um, change into reptiles. But, like, I think that goes to, like, your surrogate. surrogate. <laughs> we'll just dismiss the fact that David Icke has seen people turn into reptiles. Yeah. Whatever, we'll just yeah. gloss over that. Like, uh, it never happened. Uh, well, it's like there's no video. So, but, like, well, there's no video. Today. Yeah, but I that could be it. Like, trying to keep the bloodline clean, so that's why they had to get surrogates. Yeah, but again, like, that's... Uh, you're not publicly keeping the bloodline clean at that point when you're marrying... Uh, I mean, Meghan Markle was, like, an actress. Uh, and then Kate was... A person I that did things. No idea where she yeah, came from. Know. She's out of left field. Yeah. yeah. Kate Middleton, a well known, well known left fielder from baseball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on page seven of the bizarre article, I have that the royal family are members of the Illuminati. In which case, I say, well, duh. They That's probably like found the it most yeah. obvious. Okay, so Charles and Diana. This is the second one on mine. Charles and Diana had a secret daughter. I'm right there with you, man. Yeah. Um, so Diana had admitted that she had to visit a gynecologist before marrying Prince Charles to make sure she could bear children. I guess the Globe, uh, did an article in 2014 claiming that during the examination, the doc doctor, um, took some of her eggs and used the in vitro fertilization and combined it with Charles' sperm mm -hmm. without permission. Mm. And, um, yeah, I guess he put it in his wife. Like the doctor put it in his wife and so I royal wanna, baby Sarah. This is this is baby Sarah. Is that That's what it, yeah, royal baby Sarah. My my, this is my official pitch to Hollywood for a film called The Great Egg Robbery, <laughs> <laughs> and it's about the gynecologist who stole Diana's eggs and made babies with them. The Great <laughs> Egg Robbery, starring Kristen Stewart as Robert Princess Patterson. Diana. Uh, Patrick Stewart as the gynecologist, and me as some guy in the background. Um, okay, so there is an actual person, because in this article it says, strangely, close similarities between Diana and her supposed daughter, right down to, what the fuck, right down to eyeliner color. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? She was born with the uh, yeah. exact like, same desire to wear the same on, kind of readers, eyeliner. Reader's Digest. <laughs> Oh, and not to mention Sarah's conspicuous silence. Um, right, yeah, So, silence. because she's not talking and her eyeliner matches uh, yeah, so, Diana's, it must so be a daughter. This, the, the, the yeah. this is the final sentence from this article here. The publication also featured a supposed photo of Sarah, who looks a lot like Diana, with a heavy dose of Photoshop. <laughs> oh, did you know Prince Charles was a vampire? I did not. Go on. Here we have this. Um, apparently, uh, Prince Charles is distantly related to Vlad the Impaler. Oh, okay. Right? All right. Uh, and, and also, one of the reasons this theory carries weight is because the disease Parfiria is present amongst the royals. Parfiria is an iron deficiency disease that makes skin sensitive to sunlight. Obviously, he must be a vampire then. Did you? Is the the House of Windsor is supposed to be descended from the bloodline of Christ? I didn't know that. Oh, damn. Okay, the current House of Windsor could be a family of imposters who lacked the apparently essential secret bloodline of Christ. They orchestrated the murder of Diana because, as a Stuart, 
She alone possessed the true remnants of the bloodline. Oh, Thought shit. Thought first to be easily malleable to the policies of the royal family, Diana's strong spirit proved to be too much of a liability, and she was removed in a badly managed assassination before she could inflict any more damage to the Windsor's plans. I've not heard that before. Mm. Is, did you, is that true that the royal family's bloodline is supposed to trace back to Christ? I didn't know that, but that would make sense because they're white and Jesus was white. <laughs> So and and British, yes, obviously. <laughs> Hello, my son, Jesus. Hey, yeah. let's turn this water into wine. Would you like some yeah. fish and chips, eh? Hey, the that's where fish yeah. and loaves. It was always fish, fish and chips. They just thought each of those <laughs> chips was a loaf of bread. Right. That's how he could feed five thousand. Let's have some fish and chips, eh? Okay. Um, no, I did not know that at all. But that is hilarious. So this is this is what I was trying to get to, um, and I'm reading I'm reading now from stuff they don't want you to know: conspiracy theories that won't go away by David Southwell and Graham Donald. To suggest that the present occupants of Buckingham Palace are a bunch of imposters is perhaps a bit strong. However, there is a glaring question mark over their right to that occupancy, and by extension, their entitlement to all the power and wealth that goes with it. That question mark is provided by the questionable parentage of Queen Victoria, whose birth would, according to present medical and scientific knowledge break the bloodline by which the present Windsors claim their rights. Both hemophilia and porphyria are genetically inherited conditions. The latter suffered by Victoria's grandfather, Mad George III. Ha- I think we'd love to be like named Mad, <laughs> Mad, Mad George. John. Yeah. <laughs> However, after the birth of Victoria, the condition magically disappears from the Windsor line. Oh. Conversely, hemophilia suddenly appears to manifest itself in the Russian royal household, care of Victoria's granddaughter, Alexandra, who married Tsar Nicholas II. Medically speaking, both these genetic flutes are impossible, unless, of course, Victoria was illegitimate. Oh, shit. Queen Victoria's mother, Princess Victoria, was known to have been carrying on with her personal secretary. Carrying on. That's a nice nice euphemisms. Uh, Sir John Conroy. Indeed, the Duke of Wellington is on record as stating that the young Victoria once caught them engaged in what he diplomatically termed some familiarities. Oh, fuck. At the height of a succession crisis, Queen Victoria's parents married in 1818 with her father already aged 50 and his wife 20 years his junior. This resulted in a marriage that nobody could really describe as one of history's great passions. Thus, when the baby Victoria arrived, everyone was so relieved that there was at least an heir to carry on the bloodline that none dared to question the issue, unlike many prominent geneticists today. So, the current royal family may not even deserve to be a part of the royal family. So yeah, they're just a bunch of regular people that a bunch of regular people that have like a don't have diseases or shit. Yeah, right. Why can't? Why don't you just bleed to death when you cut yourself shaving, Charles? Why don't you? <laughs> yeah, get on that like, like a, a real, real royal, royal person. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. All right. Um, well, so this one's kind of dark. The royal family killed Princess Diana, and this well, is what we... we were going to get here eventually. Yeah, we were going to... Yeah, this is high up on their list. Uh, so I'll read this in case it's good. Uh, leading up to her death, Princess Diana did seem to have some eerie premonitions. Uh, after she and Charles divorced, and before he remarried, Diana wrote a letter that she felt in danger because someone was planning an accident in my car, brake failure, and serious head injury in order to make the path clear for Charles to marry. Uh, Despite Diana's uh, suspicions, 
evidence has consistently pointed to her driver's drinking as the cause of the accident. Now, I'm let me just go through since we're already talking about this. Yeah. Let me go through some of the con, like yeah, conspiracy totally. stuff on on her death. Bring it home. Okay, so the the note that they were talking about there, or the the letter that she wrote, is uh, called the the Misha no the Mish, Mishkan note. Okay. And it's a controversial note written by Princess Diana, and in that she wrote that Prince Charles was planning an accident in my car uh, by brake failure, and it talks about a female named Tiggy, and at the time when it came out, they thought Tiggy was the nickname for Camilla. But Tiggy was actually William and Charles's nanny. So Princess mm. Diana thought Is Charles banging the nanny? Dude? Well that's what that's what Princess Diana thought oh. was that he was going after Tiggy the nanny. Uh, turns out he was after Camilla, the not nanny. But was the nanny hot? I don't know. I didn't look up pictures. I didn't have time. I was I feel working. Like Tiggy's uh, like kind of a weirdly sexy name. It's a weirdly name hey, for Tiggy. sure. Hey Tiggy. Wanna Take around over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what her actual name would be with the nickname Tiggy. Like, yeah, what, Google, what, what Google do I get that? Google Tiggy. <laughs> yeah. What do I get? Tiggy. What's Tiggy's real name? I go to, I, oh, wow, okay. Tiggy Vancouver, Tiggy Delivery, Tiggy Winkle Preschool, Tiggy, like, <laughs> Tiggy Winkle. So here's a. Uh, oh, yeah, British former nanny. I found it in one. What's her actual name? Alexandra Sean Tiggy Pettifer. Um, okay, so another thing here is that Princess Diana may have had a bun in the oven with her partner, Dodie Alfayette. Yes, I'd heard that as well. Yeah, so that was another reason why they probably wanted her dead. Oh, and uh, part of that is um, because Dodie wasn't white, they couldn't have a brown baby, and we know that the royal family is racist because of how they treated Meghan Markle, so... That could have been a reason if she did have a brown baby in the oven. Not like in an actual oven, but in a belly. Then that. Do I look horrified to that suggestion? <laughs> yeah. Why was she keeping babies yeah. in the oven? Um, yeah, so if if she did have a, that, an interracial. Do you think, think that would be reason enough? Like, she's not part of the royal family anymore. Who the fuck cares if she has a brown baby? Who the fuck cares if she But she's still. She was a princess of the people. The pe- Even though she got. Like, everyone. One might even say. The people's princess. Exactly. Right? And so everyone still associated her with the royal family, even when they got divorced. And so the royal family couldn't have no, like, people's not-white-colored baby. Right? Right. The people can't have brown babies. Yeah, well, the Certainly the people's princess can't. Yeah. So, oh, but then going to the bloodline, so some people are saying... Prince Charles only married Diana to get fresh blood in the royal gene pool. And then once she had Harry and the other one, I couldn't remember his right, name. Right, because... <laughs> she was no longer needed. Harry and... I forgot and the, the other one. William, 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 yeah. But that was what I was saying, right? The earlier, mm-hmm. like, like she, she, Diana might have actually been was closer just to the bloodline than the royal family was. Yeah. And by bringing her in, they got the bloodline back. Well, this was saying the other way, whereas, like, Diana was bringing in the fresh blood to their royal bloodline because it had been, like, so tainted with, like, what's that? In reading, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that's what this was kind of saying. So, like, once they got Harry and uh, William in there, she was no longer needed. Oh, Harry isn't the son of Prince Charles. Well, let's not let's not because we we gotta we gotta stick okay. to the, the death, death of Princess Di because I got some stuff. To okay, say all right, let's yeah. Sorry. Um, 
We have um, the fact that the Queen intervened to clear Diana's former butler, Paul Burrell, when he was on trial at the Old Bailey just before he was about to take the stand in November 20, sorry, 2002 and possibly reveal a number of uncomfortable facts about the princess. It later emerged that after Diana's death, the Queen had spoken to length at Burrell, sounding like the most paranoid of conspiracy theorists and using dialogue that would not have been out of place in the X-Files. She warned Burrell to be careful, saying... There are powers at work in this country which we have no knowledge about. Oh, shit. The warning led Burl to wait until October of 2003 to make public the fact that Diana had written him a note 10 months before she died. It stated, this particular phase of my life is the most dangerous. X, this is the one you were talking about, Mm -hmm. is planning an accident in my car, brake failure, and serious head injuries in order to make the path clear for Charles to marry. There is also the theory that Diana staged her own death. Oh. So she and Dodie could live free from the glare of publicity. All right. Which, man, could you imagine, let's say like the queen had planned Diana's death and even planned it to happen in that tunnel. Yeah. But like the death was actually just around one more corner. And Diana oh, was and like, and so they, she they did it one, it, like, corner one corner earlier. earlier so they could fake it. Oh. And they fucking, it's like, oh, fuck you, yeah, fuck royal you, family. Queen, I knew about this. Oh, snap. Yep. Damn. That's probably, yeah. That's that's what I'm, I'm believing that one. There's yeah. apparently a theory that it was a renegade faction uh, within MI6 that took it upon itself to rid the royal family of mm-hmm. Diana. Well, okay. So I, this may tie into... Um, the fact that she wanted to stop using landmines. Yep, the military-industrial complex. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So she had a campaign going that the governments didn't like, and the UK defense minister, Nicholas Stones, uh, called her and said something like, you better stop this shit or accidents could happen. In quotes, I've got here. So I don't know if that was actually the quote. Um, but then she died 19 days before the global landmine conference was supposed to take place in Glasgow and she was supposed to speak there. So coincidence. I love this bit, 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 this bit here under the, the usual suspects. It's got also suspected the CIA, Mossad, Islamic fundamentalists, Saddam Hussein, Mm. And the Freemasons. Oh, shit. She died under a bridge in an important Masonic symbol. Damn it. That's a message being sent right, right. there. And the IRA, of course. So. Yeah. Okay. We, we had, there was mention of the driver being blamed because he was drinking. Yes. Um, so he had a couple of drinks at the hotel bar, but it shouldn't have put him above the legal limit from what, like what the bartender admitted to serving him wouldn't have normally put somebody above the legal limit. Um, And then apparently a bunch of scientists said that the blood samples were biologically inexplicable, um, stating that there had been a mix-up or a cover-up as that wasn't his blood that was being tested. Yeah. And um, DNA tests were offered... Um, like the scientists would have would have done them, but somehow the blood samples disappeared. Wah, wah. I can go further into that. Oh, here. Yep. please do. Claims have been made that Henry Paul was three times over the legal alcohol limit. A second blood test ordered by his disbelieving family showed a level of carbon monoxide in his body that was not only lethal, but would have entered his bloodstream before he got into the car. Oh, fuck. The security video from the Ritz that night does not show him as drunk or reeling from carbon monoxide poisoning. 
The mystery of Henry, Henry Paul deepens further with the revelation that he deposited more than 164,000 francs into his bank account shortly before he died. Oh, shit. When in 2003 it was announced that British inquests were to be held into the deaths of Diana and Dodie, conspiracy theorists were dismayed to find out that they would be held by Surrey coroner Michael Burgess, as he was also coroner for the royal household. Many doubted that the truth could possibly emerge at the inquests. Yeah. That's interesting. Like, three times over the alcohol limit, and then they're like, well, let's let's, let's test that again. And then it's like, oh, no, wait, we're we're wrong. He had enough carbon monoxide to kill him. And it would have had to in in his body before he drove. So how are they explaining the carbon monoxide though? Like, would did, were they thinking like wow. he was like the the car crash happened and then the all of a sudden the exhaust was going in? The car crash happened. He pulled himself out of the car. He managed to like drag <laughs> himself to the very tail end and just be like, <gasps> take me now. Make this peaceful. I, I mean, I is know. it possible that those tests were uh, uh, fucked up? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I mean, who that knows? does but... seem like two very very. Uh, different uh, what's that? Yeah. results, yeah. right? Like three times uh, over the blood alcohol limit, also uh, entirely separately, carbon monoxide, carbon monoxide poisoning. poisoning. Yeah. Weird. What else? Um, so there was CCTV cameras. They weren't working, which is kind of weird in the tunnel. Um, and it always seems that... You know, I feel like, though, I, I think I think a lot of times, like, it's possible that CCTV cameras are just like maybe not upkept very well by people. Like I can say that for the organization I work for, that has some cameras around that you can monitor different areas of the city, they go down quite often. Right? Like, and it's it doesn't just, seem to it, me at all that it would be yeah. out of the question. That a camera would go out and they'd just be like, we don't have time to fix it right now. I feel like the, the probably the more, like, I guess, crazy story would be, like, the CCTV camera Surprisingly working. working. <laughs> yeah, because they're more down than not. Um, so maybe that's the problem, is that just any time someone's looking for footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was also uh, the white Fiat Uno thing. Yep. French authorities at first denied the existence of it, but I have a question mark there, so I'm not sure if that's true. They or just... denied the existence of a Fiat Uno in general. <laughs> we never manufactured that car. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, no, the the one that exited the tunnel. Because okay, here's how it all happened: is that there were witnesses that here's saw the witnesses saw a white Fiat Uno leave the underground tunnel. And that's where people are getting this white Fiat Uno thing. Oh, you from. know what? You know what? You could have solved this whole problem. What? Is if somebody had played a reverse card. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> uh, people said there was a white Fiat Uno that left the the tunnel. So the French authorities denied existence of it? Question mark. But it sounds like too many witnesses came forward, so they had to admit that there was one in the tunnel. Mm. Um, and then I found a mensjournal.com article that said that they had figured out who the driver was, um, but he didn't want to talk to the police. And then I have in brackets, Levan Than. So apparently, according to like my, 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 my research, there was a, a paparazzi who owned... Yes. A, a Fiat Uno. Yeah. Uh, James Adenson. Adenson, yeah. 
Kizuno was registered in 1988, the year after Fiat had stopped using Bianco Corfu 224, the particular white paint that was found on the right rear wing of the Mercedes. Right. So, yes, that's something I, I didn't mention here is that, uh, okay, so a couple at the scene said they saw a white Fiat Uno coming out of the tunnel and the driver was focused on his mirrors and there were traces of white paint found on the Mercedes uh, and its tail light was broken. Right. Yeah. So there's where the white Fiat Uno, like, I think they had the witnesses and there was paint on the vehicle. Right. Could but have again, happened another time. The, 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 the Fiat Uno that was registered to that paparazzi, mm-hmm. that was registered after they stopped using that kind of paint. Oh, right. Okay. So the, 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 even though they saw the Uno come out and there's the white paint on, on Diana's car or whatever, it shouldn't have been able been to come the from the same car because they stopped using it before he got the car, before the car was registered. Okay. But then, does your your paragraph go on further on yeah, James? Yeah, it does. Okay, we'll keep going, because I've got some stuff, too. We'll see if they match well, why up. Why don't you give me some of your stuff? Um, okay, so um, I've just got, like, note form here. So James Andenson, he was a paparazzi. He wasn't outside the Ritz the night of the crash, according to, like, his, um, what he was saying, his statement. Um, but he has ties to Secret Service. He owns a white Fiat Uno, claims he wasn't in Paris that night at yeah. all, alibis give different stories though it sounded like all of his alibis were kind of like they didn't really add up uh, he gave different accounts on di- in different interviews and then in may 2000 uh his body was found burned in a vehicle oh. on an mod shooting range so ministry of defense shooting range there were no keys on him or in the car and firemen at the scene said there were two bullet holes in his skull and his death was ruled a suicide. Now, keep in mind, I did not research that. I just heard it on a podcast. So I don't know if any of that <laughs> uh, is true. I think that matches a lot of what I have here. I'm also going to throw out, because I, I know I just said that, like, um, the that Fiat had stopped using the that particular kind of paint prior to his registration of the vehicle. However... His Uno was, in fact, painted in Bianco 210. Mm. Bianco Corfu 224 is the paint that was found on uh, Diana's car. Uh, However, even under a microscope, the Bianco 210 is indistinguishable from Bianco Corfu 224. Oh. So even though it's a different paint, it is, like, microscopically indistinguishable. Uh, When pressed on the matter of the Fiat, Edinson claimed to have sold it to a stranger. But despite their best efforts, neither the French police nor Interpol managed to trace it. Mm. A known contact and informer of both MI6 and French intelligence. uh, In 2007, Edinson badly charred body was found in the burnt out remains of a car in the French countryside. Um... Yeah, so I feel like that's weird. Like, he must have been either into some other weird shit, or maybe he did know more than than he was leading on. I mean, he may not even have been there, but maybe somebody confided in him, and that's why they had to kill him. Because you don't usually, sh- you know, shoot yourself twice in the head for suicide. I don't know. Everyone seems to think it's weird. I, I mean, it is. <laughs> so. It is It is weird, because most... Most suicides don't have two bullet holes. Like, yeah. that's just because usually one is enough. Yeah. And, but I, 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 my skeptical nature just makes me wonder whether or not, like, do you immediately have to jump to the fact that somebody shot him? Uh, is that necessarily <laughs> what it means when you have two bullet holes? Or is there maybe another explanation for that? What if, hear me out. Yep. Yeah. In, like, as his. Lizard people use guns that have two barrels. N- 
Well, oh, now that's it. No, and that actually makes. What if he had a rifle? <laughs> yeah, with that two shot two, two bullets at once. Yeah, we don't know. But no, I was gonna say something stupider than that. Yours is actually. Could well, I want to hear your stupider one. Well, like, what if? Yeah. Oh, I don't even know what I was gonna say anymore. <laughs> it, it was probably gonna be like if he shot him oh no when he was born what if he shot himself no what it if bounced back out through the other hole <laughs> no what if when he was born his brain didn't form he had a hole it, in his head yeah, already he had two holes in there they weren't bullet holes he just, they were just natural was, holes. he was uh, trepanning mal- malformed no brain. he was into trepanation do you not what? know what trepanation is no that's where you'd like to drill a hole in their head like release all the gases so you can think better that's probably it then yeah he did it was like he trepanned here and then he trepanned you, and he was like, mm. I'm good, Wait baby. a second. Two bullet holes in his skull, an in and an out? Does that... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. In Scotland Yard, mistaken exit wound for an entrance wound. OMG. Let's send them a letter. Yeah, Dear uh, Scotland Yard, are you sure those two holes like weren't an entrance and yeah. an exit? OMG. That's so embarrassing. Well, maybe that's why it was ruled as a suicide. <laughs> right? Was yeah. because there was an in and out. In and out. Conspiracy out. theorists are like, two bullet holes? What? There must have been two shots fired. They didn't yeah. think like us. Speaking of which, I want to I wanna just go on the record and say we need to start referring to uh, bullet holes as innies and outies. <laughs> <laughs> he, go, he go in any here. And the outie was over here. You got an outie over here. The innie and the outie. Just straight through from the innie to the outie. All right. So I think we've ruled out James Anderson. Yeah, no. But, so, I, you know, based on all of this, based on all of this, I'm just going to, I'm just going to make a theory. Okay. Fuck. Another conspiracy This, this sucks so much because he's dead and I don't want to like, like defame him after he's dead. But it seems like it's reasonable that maybe he's a paparazzi. Maybe he was in the tunnel. Right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe he bumped Diana's car. Mm-hmm. And maybe that bump led to the car skidding out mm-hmm. of control and leading to the crash. Mm-hmm. And holy fuck, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And so he gets the fuck out of there and 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 just tries to uh, pretend it didn't happen. Tries to like yeah. invent a scenario where it didn't happen. Like he knows obviously who's in the car. So he's fucked either way. He knows who's in the car because he was paparazziing yeah. them. He was chasing them. Yeah. And and in that high speed chase, that's where the bump happens. Yeah. Right. And then once he realizes that the bump led to that, he says he fucking gets out of there. That's where you see the car come out. Mm-hmm. He has that kind of defense. It, it's lucky. It's lucky because it turns out that, oh, yeah, that's the paint problem, right? Yeah. So I guess it would have to come down to, like, when they say that it was that kind of paint, because apparently, microscopically, the paints are identical, right? So how is it that they come to the conclusion that the paint is on a Diana's different car paint. is mm-hmm. is that one kind, whereas his paint is a different kind when they're, like, essentially microscopically identical? Because that's my thought, is that they, they misinterpret the paint on Diana's car, and it's a lucky move for him, because he can be like, oh, fuck yeah, yeah. it wasn't my car, yeah. I can claim to be somebody else, enti- somewhere else entirely, you know, even though most people seem to think that his um, his alibis were not accurate, um, and then when you get to the microscopic level, it's yeah. basically the same paint. Don't know where the two bullets come from, um, it, it, 
Maybe it is revenge. a suicide go wrong. Oh. Maybe it's a revenge from... Yeah, it could be. It could actually be a revenge from Al-Fayed's family, Diana. Oh, right? yeah. No, Dodi Al-Fayed, right? Yeah. Like, uh, um, the, <clears throat> you killed the, our son. Yeah. Oh, oh, we yeah, killed exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. Still an accidental death. Still entirely mm-hmm. accidental. But it, it... There's your movie. There's your movie. Yeah, there's your movie right there. Yeah. And what, um, were we, what, was, what were we originally calling it? It's like, oh, yeah, it was the... Um, the great the bun egg bot in the robbery. oven or whatever. Yeah. The great egg robbery. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is a strobe light theory too. What? Uh, yeah. Witnesses say they saw a bright flash of they light. They got into the tunnel the- and it was a rave going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, yeah, this is the only thing is they say that they saw a bright flash of light before the crash, but that could literally be like anything, like somebody flashing their high beams. A UFO. Uh, just, uh, yeah, literally anything. Men in black. So, I don't know. That sounds like a stupid theory. I, I, like, the, oh. I like the idea that there was a secret underground rave going on. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, I mean, lizard people like to party. <laughs> okay. People, they usually party under the Denver airport, though. So let's be fair. <laughs> well, maybe there's a, t- a tunnel to the other tunnel. Oh, shit, you're right. There is a court ruling here that's there kind is. of weird. Yeah. Um, so an inquest found that the four motorcyclists, because yes, there were four motorcyclists there that were. I, not I three, not think five. are paparazzi, uh, but I don't know. Um, but four motorcyclists and the driver of the car that we talked about contributed to the crash. The verdict was unlawful killing, but none of the drivers have been brought to court. Do, do, do. Um, so yeah, uh, but I mean on that, it's like, you can't just bring anyone to court. Like you got a motorcycle, you're going to court, right? Like you have to have evidence. So you, well, I mean, I can sue somebody. I can, I can sue a guy. Yeah. But like if you're going to charge them with unlawful killing, you kind of have to know that they were there at the time. Of you the have, to have some killing. evidence. Yeah, that, that's different. Yeah, but I could sue you for being a. Dick no, okay, face. so that's what I mean. Like, is like they say, like the you know, no one has been brought to court. Well, probably because there was not enough evidence to bring anyone to court. Because or is it cameras because were down? The lizard queen was like, stop it. <laughs> that's that's probably more accurate. Yes, I totally went into that. Yeah, not knowing where I was going with I, yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> that was a wild. You really committed to that. Because <laughs> I had to figure out where I was going with it. Um, here's a little fun fact of Ooh. the ambulance response time. Uh, and then I'm done my notes on this, and we can go to other funny things. Um, the crash happened at 12.23 a.m., 37 minutes after the crash. Exactly. Or, sorry, it took 37 minutes after the crash to remove Diana um, and get her in the ambulance. That seems like a pretty good response time, actually. I, that's what I was thinking, Like, too. like yeah. Jaws of Life and everything else? Like, Well, if, if so here's the thing, is that there was no... Um, so she was conscious yeah, I and that. alert, and there was no damage to the back of the car. Okay. So it took 37 minutes to remove her when she was okay, and they didn't need Jaws of Life. But... Again, my, like our, my argument to that would be like, okay, well, thirty-seven minutes to like assess a full crash. Well, seems I mean, pretty it, it seems like, to me that like in that thirty-seven minutes, you still have to count the time for the ambulance to get there. No, yeah, that not, yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, you can't even if you're conscious and even if you're whatever, like you got to make just, sure like, pull like, them out of there. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. You got to check for like how's your neck? Trauma, How are you doing? Neck yeah. trauma, exactly. Like yeah. I remember, um, I was in a, a vehicle accident a number of years ago. And 
it, it was, it, it, I mean, I was fine. Everything was fine. I wasn't hurt at all. But like when it happened, I was trying to get out and like everybody around the like, crowd no, was no, like, no, 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 no sit down, sit yeah. down. You just get back in there. And yeah, it was, it was easily, I mean, I wasn't in my van for an hour, but I was probably like, in there for. I, I feel like the only reason. 37 they minutes would, is not a bad turn. Yeah. They would the rush someone out of a vehicle. It's like. If it's on fire, they're yeah. like, okay, are you fine? Good. We're taking you out. Yeah. Like, clamp your neck. Let's get yeah. out of here. Um, so, anyways, 37 minutes after the crash to get her into the ambulance. Um, 81 minutes after the crash that the ambulance leaves for the hospital. Again, like, if if you seem to be in good shape at that point, um, there's no reason to rush. Like, they, they could have brought her into the, the back of the ambulance. Mm-hmm. Some paramedics could have been checking on her there while other ones were looking, you know, at the other um, victims of the crash. Uh, and then 103 minutes after the crash, the ambulance arrived at the hospital. I don't know the distance from the hospital to the, the site, but that's just over an hour and a half, is it not? Yeah. Which... Yeah, in in all grand scheme of things, like doesn't seem like a bad time. Like I had to wait in the hospital for like four hours when right, yeah. I was there, and that I drove myself there, and like I was there for four hours. So I don't know. That doesn't seem like a bad time for me. Uh, the only thing that's weird is that if she was like conscious and alert, and there was no damage to the back end, then like how did she die? Well, and I literally just Googled that. Wikipedia, it, it doesn't have a lot of details, but it does say Diana's injuries were extensive and resuscitation attempts, which included internal cardiac massage, were unsuccessful. Her heart had been displaced to the right side of the chest, which tore the upper left pulmonary vein and the pericardium. So that would have been, I would imagine, massive internal bleeding as like parts of the heart were ripped apart. So... I guess if that was her, the reasoning, then how did she stay alive for 37 minutes after the crash for the ambulance to come there and her to be alert enough to be like, I'm okay for them not to rush it? That's my question to that. Well, did she say I'm okay? Well, whatever I got this from said she was conscious and alert. And there was no damage to the back end of the car. Right. So that I don't know if you know this, but the back end of the car is not part of her biology. No, so, but I'm just if she was conscious and alert. I guess that, that and, so. Here's the thing, though. Like, it, alert if, is if the part if that your I'm, heart is is bleeding out internally. Yeah. I don't know that your heart necessarily has nerves to the point that it, you're going to be affected. You're going to feel pain. Um, no, but you can be. You can certainly be alert as you're bleeding out. Yeah, but how long does it... I guess how long could she be bleeding out for internally? Because you need... In order to be alert and alive, you need oxygenated blood going to your system. So let's just say your heart is pumping and Mm -hmm. like one of your... What was it? It was the pulmonary vein, the left upper left pulmonary. So there's one vein that's Mm -hmm. like broken. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the heart is still pumping good oxygenated blood to the rest of the body. Yeah. Right? And so you're able to be alert... And, okay. and conscious and responding. Just, it's like a slower death. But it's like you're slowly bleeding out in a, in, and in, they in don't a way. Know why. In a way that, like, they can't necessarily do anything. They with, can't tell. So to the them, it looks in. like, okay, all right. Right? I see I, I see what you're dropping down. It's it's a little bit like, I've heard these stories about people who are, they get, they get like, crushed by a vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. Right in their torso. Yeah. And they're basically chopped in half. 
but they're only alive because because the car the is pressure. Still, yeah, yes. right. Yeah, I've and heard so it's that. that kind of thing, right? Like you're alive and you're alert. How come you died immediately as soon as after it they? Because the it was the Russian blood that left. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, right. So it, it it seems like it could very well be something like that, and it's it's maybe not entirely accurate to say because she was alert, therefore she yeah. wasn't that badly hurt. Right. Okay. All right. Um, that's all I've got on uh, Princess Diana right. and her death. Yeah, let's move on to like maybe some something more that's more stuff. a little bit upbeat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, um, like Meghan Markle is a secret agent. According to Vanity Fair, the actor appeared on The Tonight Show and proceeded to joke, making air quotes again, to Jimmy Fallon, I think that... Oh, wait, who is this? Paul Bettany? Wait, what? <laughs> this is Paul Bettany talking about Meghan Markle? And I think that Meghan Markle might be a sleeper agent for the U.S. government. They walked... Okay. Well, fuck off, Paul Bettany. Okay, so that one's not any no. good? Okay. Um, we, here's one that Kate Middleton used as a surrogate. After Kate Middleton gave birth to Charlotte, uh, rumors flew that she'd never actually carried Charlotte the baby. Charlotte the Spider? Yep. Yeah. Wow. You know, like Charlotte's Web? Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, rumors flew that she'd never actually, been carried, never actually carried the baby. She claimed her belly didn't seem big enough for a post-baby bump. Uh, what others said, there is no special maternal look in her eyes. <laughs> So that seems you do not have the motherly glow. Yeah. So I think yeah, we pretty much. Uh, I have Prince Harry isn't Prince Charles' son, and uh, oh yeah, I've heard of that. I'm gonna say uh, this seems potentially reasonable because, like, you know, you got the whole redhead thing. Yeah, I have a note. Big redhead. There's a note. Um. Okay, yeah, Harry is not the son of Prince Charles. James Hewitt is the father. That's right. Uh, only. Yeah, he's the only redhead in the family and looks more like James Hewitt than Charles. Yeah. Let me just see who this James Hewitt guy is, because there's pictures online, apparently. Let's see. Oh, fuck, yeah. Totally makes sense. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm also going to throw out that, like, this picture of Harry, like, that guy's a fucking looker, man. Like, man, he's that's a hot yeah, picture. He's, if he's not royalty, he's... Okay, here's... um. Here's one that has the other prince and his dad, yeah. and then James Hewitt and the the redheaded yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, okay. You can yeah, see, like, they kind of... I can not, see. Yeah, it's not impossible. Like, this one, the facial structure is the same, the same. They got a nose. <laughs> yeah, noses and red hair, yep. Yeah. I don't know. I think... That's the most compelling evidence that we've got. Yeah. And then, oh, in, in mine, I've got that uh, 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 Hewitt revealed in a TV interview in 2017 that he wasn't Harry's dad. But then... Yeah, but he has to say that, just, otherwise yeah, exactly. he'll die. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. Has anyone done a DNA testing? I'd just be like, oh, no, I'm not. No. And they're like, oh, well, yeah. it's clearly the truth. Um, Queen Elizabeth I was a man. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, in the 16th century, King Henry the five, six, seven, eighth <laughs> sent his young daughter. Oh, holy uh, fucking Jesus. Oh, he sent his young daughter, Elizabeth Tudor, uh, to a small village to avoid the plague. Supposedly, she died while there, and her governess was terrified to tell the king, known for killing his wives... Um, that she'd failed to keep his daughter safe, so instead of fessing up, uh, they tried to find a girl her age to take his place, but the small village didn't have anyone suitable. Instead, they asked a farm boy named Neville to be the decoy, and the plan worked, <laughs> apparently. Oh. Yeah, in the 16th century, they didn't know genders that well. 
Um, and the child's uh, swap explains why the virgin queen never married. Mm. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, so apparently the go. queen is, or I guess was, a Satanist cannibal. <gasps> Oh. Uh, there's a strange theory about the Queen and Prince Philip stemming from the fact that children appear to go missing whenever they're near. Mm. Case in point, when scores of Canadian children went missing, this coincided with Her Majesty and the Duke of Edinburgh making a trip to Canada. They just gobbled them up. Nom, nom, nom. Did you know Princess Margaret oh. had a love child? Who's Princess Margaret? I don't know. The one in this article? Uh-oh. She's... <laughs> oh, yes. Prince, princess of the article. Yeah. <laughs> she must be in the royal family somewhere. Uh, but a man named Robert Brown spent a hundred thousand um, British monies. What's that? The the L one Pound. pounds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to prove, or you know, more accurately, a la pound because <laughs> of the L. Yeah. Okay. Um, trying to prove he was the child of Princess Margaret, Queen Elizabeth II's late sister, um, and his, her former flame group captain Peter Townsend. Um, but Brown claimed... Pete Townsend from The Who? Yeah. yeah nice. Probably. <laughs> um, Brown claimed Margaret had given birth to him in January of 1955, but kept kept the pregnancy a secret using body doubles and then sent the baby to Kenya to Wait, be raised well, by high society parents. Um, as an adult, he won a lawsuit allowing him to see his supposed mom's will, but it did not reveal an adoption like he had hoped. Wow. Um, I don't know why this is a conspiracy. It's just that Prince Charles will never be king. <laughs> oh, you lie! He's uh, king now. Why? Yeah. Why will he never be king? Because he's king now, apparently. So, well, here's how it starts. He's the least favorite royal, and rumors about him that he'll never be king, but don't count the Prince of Wales out donning the crown when his mother, Queen Elizabeth II, passes on. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. So I don't know. When. So it's like headline: Prince Charles will never be king. <laughs> story unless yeah. he does become king yeah which update could we were wrong oh and then here's one prince charles will be denied the crown anyway well this article needs to be updated yeah. the virgin queen wasn't a virgin did we talk about this yeah i think you talked about the virgin yeah. queen yeah we met the did, one that was a boy did you oh that was mine was that yeah, it but, was the boy but did, but is it his they, are they not a virgin Oh, I don't know. He could have not been a virgin, but he didn't oh, but give is, birth because he was a, a boy. To this one. Oh, Queen okay. Elizabeth the first may have been known as the Virgin Queen, but some conspiracies allege that she actually took lovers. So she was a she. History Extra reported that during her reign, rumors spread of Elizabeth's relationship with Robert Dudley, her sweet Robin, whom she had known since childhood. Within days of her accession, Elizabeth had appointed Dudley as Master of the Horse... Oh, shit. A position that guaranteed almost daily contact. Uh, oh, Wall- who's Wallace Simpson? Mm. He had an affair with a Nazi. Another th- wild theory involves Queen Elizabeth II's mother. According to Lady Colin Campbell's 2012 book, The Queen Mother, The Untold Story of Elizabeth Bowes Lyon, who became Queen Elizabeth the Queen Mother. The Queen Mother was actually the daughter of her family's French cook, Marguerite Rodier. Campbell describes... This as an early version of surrogacy. Still, the theory doesn't appear to be backed up with any hard evidence. Anyways, Meghan Markle <laughs> is a political ploy. Did you know that? I might have. I think that uh, was... Yeah, one theory... I that she was a spy or something. Or well, so one theory uh, making the rounds is that the marriage of Meghan Markle with Prince Harry is a pol- political gambit. 
uh, that will allow the United Kingdom to reabsorb the United States. Reabsorb. Yeah, because Prince Harry's kids will be American. Yes, that's right. That was something that I was reading about earlier. Yeah. 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 One can grow to be president and king. Damn. And that could actually could go back to this idea that England and America have been working hand in hand for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is just the way that they can open the gates to making it official, like making everyone know, oh, no, uh, suddenly there's a mo- yeah. there's American monarchy and now we're yeah I'm on page 36 of 40 in my article and this is this is my favorite thing because this this they're including sources in these so here's the claim Prince <laughs> Prince George who I think is oh that's Kate's son yeah Prince George had a twin oh, okay listen to this source baby Gaga reported <laughs> That many people believe that Kate's son, Prince George, had a twin who died during childbirth. Thank you, baby Gaga. You fantastic source of news. Um, so here's the last one in this article. Mm-hmm. Um, and the conspiracy is that... It's not even a conspiracy. This is, I guess, a myth. Um, the British royal family never worked a day in their lives. Well, that's just true. Well, but here it says, actually, they're pretty busy. So this must have been written Opening by malls uh, royal. and well, the royal family has, traveling to places has duties that keep them very busy, such as attending Ugh. thousands of engagements a year, while leading charities, working in art galleries, and even making films. You probably know that the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, William and Kate, are college grads. Wow! Wow! They went yeah. to college just but, like other people who aren't royalty. Yeah, but did you know the queen is a trained mechanic? No, she's not. She's dead. Wow! Was a trained mechanic? No, I didn't know that. Um, and Prince Charles is a filmmaker? Question <laughs> mark. Um, <laughs> Maybe and, and we're not sure. Yeah. We it's, can't see them. <laughs> They're weird pornos she made. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, his sister, Princess Anne, attended attended 640 engagements in 2016, more than any other royal, and also completed in the... She went to two things a day. Yeah, that's a lot more than any other royal. That's probably true. You know what? If all I had to do was go to two fucking <laughs> parties a day, I could deal with that shit. But Maybe, also, no, you know, she competed in the Olympics as an equestrian. So she was you a horse? Can, because <laughs> she was, I think the equestrian is the rider, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not fancy enough for that sport. Uh, learn more about think, all so the jobs I, the royal family. This makes me wonder now whether the right way to write that is because I would say like she she participated in equestrian. Well, it's right. But what does the sentence say? Like she she. I'm gonna look up the definition. Equestrian, uh, relating to horse riding. Oh, a noun. A rider or performer on a horseback. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, okay. um, anyways, that's the end of my Reader's Digest uh, royal Yeah, I got, a, I got a couple more here. This Let's one. go on yours. Yeah. yeah um, uh, I just want to read this headline. Uh, Pippa Middleton. I don't know who that is. I'm hmm. assuming it's like one of Kate Middleton's that's, siblings. Yeah, that's her sister. Yeah. Pippa Middleton wore a fake butt to her sister's wedding. Oh, shit. Hey, hey, you know what we didn't do? What? Make a drink with the drink that was supposed to oh, go with this yeah, episode. Oh, yeah, okay, we should do that. Let's do that. We should take a picture of this, too, because I want to yes. say, I want to say, like, you you need to see this cocktail, guys. Yeah, this, this is, is fucking beautiful drink. as fuck. You know what? That's actually really good. 
Uh, gin and tonic is like one of my favorite drinks. Okay, do you want to explain why? Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's multiple levels on this. There, there is this multiple gin levels on this. And so this goes back to uh, uh, we were when we were first talking about coming back for this season, we were originally going to talk about Queen uh, 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 Romana Dodulo or Dujulo or whatever the supposed. Oh yes, of yeah, the Queen of Canada, yeah. And um, we did, we thought we were going to start this a little sooner, I think. Yeah. yeah. And so by the time we came around to doing it, she wasn't quite as topical. Uh, we ended up doing the royal family, but. But there's still that overlap of, of the Queen thing. And so when I was first looking up drinks to do when we were looking at the Queen of Canada, uh, I thought, like, well, we could look at what the Queen of England does. Or we could just go in a different direction entirely and find out what uh, Freddie Mercury of Queen liked <laughs> to drink. Uh, of which there were apparently three things. You have Earl Grey tea, which is good. I like Earl Grey tea, but it's not, not great for, for this show, podcast. Yeah. There is like Cristal Champagne, which is outside of our fucking budget, <laughs> unless we could get like a sponsorship from Cristal. Which, by the way, hey, you want to send us uh, uh, a bottle of champagne? We'll be happy to do an entire Freddie Mercury episode, or any yeah, or other any episode, episode that you want, you want us yeah, to do. Send us a sh- bottle of champagne uh, and your and favorite conspiracy. And then the third conspiracy. one uh, was a gin and tonic, and uh, uh, especially since gin and tonics are one of my favorite things to drink. I was down for it, and and this is a really beautiful gin and tonic. This like, is, yeah. We'll have to uh, we'll post that. We also included. Uh, we made this with Empress Gin, which is a really really dark blue purple. Yes. So uh, I, there's a picture that posted on our uh, our Instagram page there, um, and that was because I you know when once we decided we were going to do the actual royal family, I was like, well, I mean, there's no better drink than the empress yeah. uh itself so and, uh yeah it's a canadian the, thing the empress hotel i think going back to half cut myths and mysteries early on we were looking at covering things outside of Kamloops. i think we talked about like trying to do ghost hunts at the empress hotel like i think that's supposed to be that one was of the, one of the places the that we yeah. In, in bc yeah yeah it is creepy as fuck when you're in there like i've stayed there a couple times with um uh, some conferences I went to, and it's like old. It's it's got that uh, what is it? The one, The Shining or whatever vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, um, yeah, they. I remember them serving this there, and so I like my it. laptop has died, so I can't continue with the the next conspiracy. The maybe the last conspiracy I was going to share, but apparently, I do remember the headline: Meghan Markle is a robot. Ah, that's new. I, I can't follow up on that because my laptop is dead, but just know that it's apparently true that Meghan Markle is a robot, which would actually explain why they needed a surrogate. Mmm, robots can't have babies yet. They yes. cannot have babies. And also, lizards can't have babies with robots. With, yeah. It's just a fact. I think that was a great first episode back. I think that was a basically, great opening to season three. Yeah, basically a year away from the... Enough time uh, away yeah. for us to forget how to do a proper podcast. <laughs> yeah. How do we end it? Wasn't there like some oh, shitty yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. or something? So we actually, we changed it up for season two. Yeah. And then what, now we need to change it up for season... What are we going to do? I don't even remember what we did in season one. We did Season thing and, one was like my grandpappy or like some relative once said. And then I think there was like... I thought that was season two. Oh, was that season two? Maybe we didn't I think season one then. was like, a, we just did the same thing every time. It was like... This would have been a good thing for us to do. Well, that's what conspiracies are like. <laughs> like Bye-bye. <laughs> I, I do a little uh, arm yeah. dance. Uh... 
Yeah, maybe we'll uh, figure out something it's on, just, uh, yeah. on episode no, two. No, 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 no. We, we brainstorm it right now. We brainstorm it live. If we do it live, let's fucking do it live. <laughs> Well, uh, As the lizard people always say, a glorp, glorp, a glorp. <laughs> um, okay, how could we end a season? No, we're ending an episode. This is not the season finale. No, or... but I mean, like, how could we end this season? Like, each episode for this season right. is what I meant. I just cut out words. Yeah, right. <laughs> we can give advice for, like... Yeah, send us, send us, send us, send us, like, ask us advice. Send us advice questions. <laughs> Email us advice questions about your life or conspiracies. Like, I think... Let's actually make that our goal this year is to get an email from a fan. Yeah. <laughs> like, we know people listen to the show. Yeah. But nobody emails us. Do we have an email address? We're lonely. What is our email address? Uh, it's I think it's like conspiracies at gmail.com. Maybe they're sending it to the wrong place. Let me just make yeah, sure you're spelling it right. Yeah, don't send it to cut half conspiracies or conspiracy yeah. half cut or... It's, um... Oh, God. I don't cut. even know how to check this I don't up. even go to full cut conspiracies. Yeah, Those so it's are fucking half cut conspiracies at gmail.com. That's yeah. H-A-L-F half... C U T cut conspiracies. <laughs> not gonna spell that one. C O N S P I R A C I E S at gmail.com. All you all need to know word. is we did manage to spell all those words right, and so you can look them up if you know how those words are spelled. Yeah, so uh, how about we end this episode by just begging our listeners yeah. to send us a little And do, because, because we want to end this episode with. With advice I, or your thoughts or listener thoughts. Like, I'd love to read, like, a little letter at the end of the episode being like, hey, a, like all the know, other episodes. Kevin in Kansas wants to say that I think Meghan Markle was a robot, and this yeah. is why I think so, and yeah. Um, I like, there's a bunch of podcasts I listen to, and they have, like, listener mail that they yeah. read out. I want to do that on this. I want to do that, too. I know we have listeners. Yeah. We just don't have mail. Okay. So... Let's get that this season. Anyways, until then, uh, we... Well, will... hang on. Let me, let me, I'm going to write you a pretend email. Okay. Dear Half Cut Conspiracies, thank you for bringing to light many of the, the truths that we know to be self-evident that many others do not believe, such as the fact that Meghan Markle is a robot who had a surrogate make her baby. For her, who is a robot. And her name as a robot is Megan Mark One. Ooh. Ooh. I like how this letter is coming to us on the same episode we just did the royal family, but it's talking about it. I know, right? So they must be time travelers. Do not question the ways of space and time. Wow. Signed, Donald Trump from the future. Wow, Donald Trump from the future. Thank you for also, listening to our podcast. Oh, I shit, there's a PS. I have all right. a PS. I have the best words and big words <laughs> and all the words. Better words than all of our podcasts. PS, I love you. Cool. Well, that was our first listener mail thing. Um, it was totally real. And... <laughs> Thanks for listening to us. We're on this recording, four hours and 25 minutes in. Two hours. Four hours? Yeah, we've been here for four and a half hours. Two hours of that is the pre-show, which will be on Patreon. 
which we just basically caught up on life. So subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, subscribe you, to our pa- you know what's going to be stuff. on our Patreon very soon, probably like is everything. Uh, yeah, last year we did a thing. We did a live. We did a live. Oh, yeah. uh, we went into uh, in Camos that was part of the Hydro Festival. We did a podcast in front of a live audience. It was so cool. We covered. What we talk about it was. I, I can't know. remember. Wow, we were so drunk. Yeah. And and leave me a, a video version of it because we recorded the video of the podcast. Ooh, as well. right! So full oh, on video recording with full on pro a audio. Double whammy! Yeah, this is yeah. badass. So, anyways, we've got a Patreon. You should just join it and listen to stuff. Yeah, it's patreoncom slash blah, blah blah media. I think it's been. A I long don't know. Time just go to blah 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 media dot com. I That's think right. all of our stuff there. is there. Yeah. Um, we've also got social media you can follow. Um, at Half Cut Conspiracies, I think, for all yeah. of them. I think all the links are at blah, 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 media. Yeah, just so. go there. Yeah, just follow go there. us. Tell your friends. Hopefully you were entertained and Thanks enjoyed yeah. our foray back into podcasting. It's, it's been awkward. We're dusting ourselves off. We're getting, like, we got, you know, we're discovering places that we need to, like, add some lubricant to or whatever, <laughs> like, things are clunky, things are broken. I will figure it out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, grab yourself some uh, Empress Gin and some tonic water and uh, mix yourself a drink. And, Go to uh, town! And then start this episode over. Over so again, so it makes more drink sense. Drink it with yeah, us. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what is it? Clinky, clinky, drinky, drinky? Clinky, clinky, like, drinky, yeah. drinky. All right, we'll carry that over at least from the last one. Uh, okay, do we just start playing the outro at this point? I think so. I, you're the editor, man. You figure out where the outro is. Well, fade it out here. Welcome to your listening.